This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I wanted to share with you an insight, an epiphany that came through a few weeks ago that I spent some time discussing with a client yesterday. And this understanding lies at the heart of everything we do, everything we are. And it also holds the key to our health, both on a physical and mental level, but also at a deep, deep, deep psychological level. The key to the human experience, the key to this life is twofold. The first key is the key of expression. We are designed to express. That's why we have uh, the ability to communicate. And we communicate not just with our voices, with our mouths, but also with our bodies. And you probably already know that nonverbal communication is is so much faster and it's so much more subtle and there's so much information that's carried in the way someone's body moves. And a lot of the time, and I've struggled with this personally, we hold ourselves back from expressing. And sometimes this is expressing a truth, something we strongly believe. Other times this entails, you know, holding back from expressing our needs or expressing our boundaries or, you know, sharing something that would make our experience more comfortable. Um, It would allow us to feel more aligned and more integral, um, expressing who we are authentically rather than holding it back because we fear taking too much space or being a burden and taking away from someone. So the first key is expression, right? And you know deep down how much and how well you're expressing in your life. Are you speaking your truth to your partner, to your friends, to your community, to the people you work with? Are you speaking your truth to yourself? Are you expressing yourself freely and powerfully and compassionately and kindly? Because this doesn't mean that you express in an unkind way, right? This is not an excuse for being unkind. Um, Compassion is really at the root of the human experience. We're designed for compassion. The second key, along with expression, is experience. Now, this is really why, along with expression, we've incarnated in these human bodies. 
because we are infinite unmanifested potential that's been localized in these human bodies and you know when we appear in these human bodies we are conditioned into a self by our parents we're given a name we're given a family to belong to we're given a religion we're given nationhood we're given attributes you are great at math and you suck at playing the guitar or you know whatever else we're told and all of these conditioned beliefs thoughts attributes along with the experiences we have you know in our in our lives in our childhood really they condition us into this idea of the self now this body mind that we inhabit is really a vehicle for experiencing that is why we're here that's one of the reasons for being alive in the in these bodies for appearing in these bodies for animating these bodies with the light of our awareness and so the key to living a full life the key to living a life that is really true to the potential that we represent which is infinite which is limitless is to fully experience life it's to fully experience every every bit of emotion on the range of all the emotions that are possible from just the highest of joys and happiness and bliss and the darkest and deepest of pain and everything in between apathy disgust rage fear um there's so many different facets of the human experience it's to experience all kinds of bodily sensations right feeling really free and amazing and light and energized in our bodies to feeling really heavy and just tired and lethargic it's all kinds of thoughts right Ang- angry thoughts happy thoughts sad thoughts it's all kinds of feelings all kinds so there's four components of experience experience is what we are right it's what we what we contain in this space that we are really and there's four components to that there's thoughts there's feelings there's sensations and there's perceptions so with the second principle to what degree are you allowing yourself to fully experience all your thoughts all your feelings all your sensations and all your perceptions or are you resisting them are you pointing to them and are you saying that no this doesn't feel good or this is not good i want that instead now most people do this so if you do find yourself resisting yourself don't shame or punish yourself because that's also another trap and we'll talk about that maybe in another live but the key is to find that place of non-resistance of being with ourselves in a really unconditionally accepting way 
can I, can I allow, no matter how uncomfortable the thought or the feeling or the sensation or the perception might be, to be here? Can I allow it to stay? Can I welcome it? Can I give it a seat at the table? Now, all of our suffering comes from resisting experience. It's taking experience and being like, not this, not right now. So rather than being in the now with all the things that are here, <laughs> that are true, that are here, we resist it. And so we project ourselves into the future, into an imagined future that doesn't exist. Or we relive the past. And we really just escape the present moment. But for better or for worse, the present moment is the only thing that exists. It's the only thing here. So what we're doing when we're resisting is we're not only creating suffering for ourselves because as soon as we resist, we open the gap between how things are and how things need to be for us to be happy, for us to be peaceful, for us to be fulfilled, for us to be satisfied, for us to be comfortable. And, you know, in my life, like I've done this with food, for example, right? I would reach for food when I would have emotional discomfort. And, you know, people struggle with this, particularly food, because food is the number one coping mechanism, along with alcohol and drugs and sex and, you know, all the other things. So the question is, what are we trying to cope with, right? What are all the millions of people who are, you know, going to AA meetings? What are they trying to cope with? And this is one of the reasons why traditional ways of working with addiction doesn't work because no one really gets underneath that action of dissociation from experience using tv to distract ourselves from the experience using instagram right all of these things are pressing the eject button on experience and when we do that what are we doing we're, we're telling experience, we're not actually telling experience, this is just for me to explain the concept. We're basically saying that this isn't good enough right now. Not this. I want something else. This needs to go away. Something else needs to be here. And only when that happens can I actually be happy, can I actually be peaceful, can I be at rest in my being. And so we spend our whole lives avoiding discomfort, right? We avoid discomfort because we've been trained to resist the discomfort. We've been trained to press that eject button every single time. So what do we do? Let's talk about something that you can practice today and, you know, really implement this into your life. Because if you, if you just do this one thing, your life will change beyond all measure, right? So here's the practice. So first of all, you need awareness to know when you are about to disengage, you're about to resist, you're about to push away. And so that awareness comes from just allowing your mind to be present, right? In your body, in your environment, where you are in the present moment. So when you become aware 
that you're resisting something. And don't beat yourself up if you don't become aware until after the action has occurred. So in the beginning, you might reach for the bag of chips and eat the whole bag of chips till you realize what happened. So in those situations, be compassionate with yourself, right? Give yourself a break and make it okay that that's when you realize. But whenever you realize what happened, just allow yourself to be with those feelings. Or if you realize right before you take any action to dissociate, to avoid it, then just tune in to your experience. And again, when I say experience, I mean your thoughts, your feelings, your sensations, the sensations in your body and your perceptions, right? Your beliefs. And this could be, oh, I'm such a blank because I always do blank, right? All these thoughts we have about ourselves that have been codified into belief statements because that's how we are. So tune in to the contents of your experience in that moment when you realize that you're resisting and allow yourself, allow yourself. The key word here is allow. Allow yourself to fully meet, to make contact with your experience, with your light of awareness. And the light of awareness is unconditionally loving. The light of awareness doesn't exclude. It doesn't look at something and say, you need to be gone or you can't be here. And we know that because who we are is the light of awareness that shines on all aspects of our experience. Our true nature is to be unconditionally loving, to be extremely compassionate, to be peaceful. So make contact with your experience, with the contents of what's happening, of that discomfort, of that fear, of that anger, of that hatred, of that disgust. Make contact with that, with this gaze of unconditional acceptance. And you can even say this to that aspect of you. You can tell that aspect of you, you're welcome here. It's okay for you to be here. It's okay for you to be here. I welcome you. And take a deep breath. And then a few more deep breaths. And really breathe in that acceptance into your body. And breathe out compassion through your breath. And when you become intimate with your experience, when you become connected where you're making contact with your experience, with the contents of your experience in an intimate way. That is the act of knowing yourself. That is the act of making contact with your essence. And as you make contact with yourself, you will find that that discomfort slowly dissolves because all it wanted was your attention. All it wanted was your acceptance. All it wanted was to be included. And when you do that, you'll find that that urge, that craving, that anger, that reaction, whatever that might be, that follows the desire to resist, just completely disappears. And you're left with the sense of peace that you've been longing for. 
your whole life. So try that practice and send me a message and tell me how it goes. And know that everything that you're searching for in your life, the love, the acceptance, the belonging, the peace, the happiness, the joy, you are already all of those things. And the reason why you haven't been able to find them for more than a few seconds or a few minutes of time is because you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking outside of you. You're looking at objects, money, other people, things to bring you that joy, to bring you that happiness, to bring you that sense of completion and fulfillment. And that's why it never lasts long, right? Know that everything that you seek is hiding in plain sight. Inside the depths of your own being. And that's the last place we humans look. It's the last place we think to examine. It's the last place <laughs> that, <clears throat> you know, it's just like the metaphor of losing your keys and you find it in the last place you look. Well, yeah. And it's true with human beings as well. But when we look there and when we finally find what we're seeking there, then we realize that we are and we've always been complete. We've always been perfect. We've always been this unconditionally loving space in which everything arises. And that is the process of realizing our true nature. That is the process of becoming who we are, of making contact and fully knowing ourselves. And when we can go on that journey, that's what we call a life well lived. And I postulate that everything we do, everything we do is in search for this truth. It's in a desperate attempt to fill the void that is left by this world of object consciousness. And when I say object consciousness, what I mean is it's these things that we think will give us that feeling of wholeness. We are searching for wholeness. We are all searching for wholeness. But when we live from object consciousness or ego consciousness, we keep searching for things on the outside that will give us that feeling on the inside. But no amount of things on the outside will ever, ever, ever allow us to feel whole or cause us to feel whole, really. Why? Because identifying with the ego is a guaranteed way to always feel like there's something missing. Because the ego is just a fragment of you. It is not the totality of your being. So by definition, something will always be missing. There will always be a void. You will always be unfulfilled. There will always be some aspect of you that is incomplete and you will be searching on the outside for recognition, for approval, for you'll be working hard to get that promotion or get that award, right? You'll be looking for a partner to come and complete you. You'll be looking ceaselessly your entire life to feel that sense of wholeness. But that sense of wholeness is your true nature. And when you zoom out of that object consciousness, 
you realize who you are. And that is what I call the process of self-realization. When you realize who you are, when you realize your true nature, you realize that you're already perfect, you're already whole, that you can never be broken, and there is no aspect of you that was ever less than. And this journey of life is about integrating all those different aspects of yourself into wholeness. And so my role, my work in the world, my mission in the world, my life is dedicated to loving each and every part of you back to wholeness. Is showing you that path of coming into wholeness within yourself is realizing who you truly are. And coming into that place where you realize the magnificence of your being and you make contact with your own divinity because that's what you are. You are the divine. You are the entire universe. And I don't mean that in a philosophical way. And all your suffering comes from a case of mistaken identity. <laughs> when you identify not with your true nature, which is infinite, which is limitless, but with one small aspect of yourself, with a thought, with a feeling, with a perception, with a, an experience that happened to you two years ago or 10 years ago. And this journey is about disengaging from those things and coming back and resting in your inherent state of perfection and peace. I love you. And remember that you are limitless. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com.